0: Hi guys, my name is Tashoy And my name is Natasia. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word, word. We yes. are here to bring you His Word through testimony And His Word is here to Encourage Uplift Inspire Help believe and to trust so what is a testimony you may ask i'll let you know a testimony is a testament of what god is doing in your life it is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing so guys please remember to hear his word speak his word and share his word his his word word is is God's god's word Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Testimony, Testimony Tuesdays. Tuesdays, hashtag TT, and this episode is called Find Comfort in God. And so go. my name is Natasha Brown and this is Tashoy Brown and we are here to basically bring testimonies to you at home from around the world to encourage you, to inspire you and to lead you to God. Now, our anchor for today is Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit amen amen so even though this whole um testimony is more about grief i feel like death is a very sensitive topic to even talk about in the first place so i don't really know how this is gonna go but we really do hope that it doesn't really aggravate or make anyone feel uncomfortable we will only be um using verses from the bible obviously so so yeah right Right? so what
1: does the bible say about finding comfort in the lord i have a great scripture go on girl it's second corinthians 1 verse 3 to 4 and it says praise be the god and father of our lord jesus christ the father of compassion Mm. and the god of all comfort Mm. who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from god hallelujah amen wow isn't it that's amazing so he's the father of compassion, mm. he's the God of all comfort, mm. and when he comforts us, we are supposed to comfort others.
0: And you know what? This is very important. It links to like t- testimonies in some kind of way. It does because if you've experienced something and you know how it feels, it, it you know what it's like. It's your job. It's your responsibility to go out there. And comfort others, also encourage teach others yeah. and encourage others through yeah. your testimony, through your own experiences. Yes. Yeah. You know,
1: so God is saying that when you're grieving or going through anything, or going in through life, any situation at all, but in this case, because of the testimony, yeah, when you're grieving, we know that it's never easy. And we know yeah. that it's a long process mm-hmm. that continues to go on for, Forever. we don't even know how long. Forever. And sometimes... the the most painful thing is us losing that connection that has been lost between us and that person. Mm. And it's just a constant reminder that they're no longer there. Mm. You know, our emotions start to trigger everything around us. We start to bring back the pain. Mm. And when the pain starts flowing in, we now start to feel at our lowest point. But God is saying, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I am the father of comfort. Mm. I am the God of comfort. Yes, The father of compassion. And... He is the only person that can have the most compassion upon us because he gave his son Jesus for our sake. So he died for our sake. And I know in the Bible it said that when Jesus was on the cross praying, God turned his head away from him because he couldn't bear to see his son in that pain. So grievance is never easy. Mm -hmm. But God is saying that he's there. And I know that it it doesn't... Us saying that, you know, just seek God during the time we know that it's not easy to seek god but you have to just find that strength to do that and mm-hmm. you know what it all is it's grievance is a process because there's mm-hmm. seven stages of grievance mm-hmm. so it's just a process that you yourself that's going through it in, in any situation just always
0: remember that you can find comfort in the lord amen and i really do believe that ecclesiastics 3 is the perfect verse as well for this and i think i think we've mentioned it in a couple of episodes before but i just wanted to reiterate the importance of it Like there's a time for everything. So it says, to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I feel like, amen, amen, sorry. And I feel like the main points for this episode is a time to be born and a time to die a time to heal and a time to break down a time to weep and a time to mourn a time to laugh you know there's a time for everything death is something that you cannot pass you know it will happen is it's something that we have to expect you know but I, I wanted to give you the assurance that even though there's a time for everything in first Thessalonians 4 13 to 18 it gives a fantastic example of how Paul was able to reassure them that even though people will die they will be going to the right place anyway understand and it says from 13 to 14 brothers and sisters we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope for we believe that jesus died and rose again and so we believe that god will bring with jesus those who have fallen asleep in him and then if if we scroll down to verse 18 it says therefore encourage one another with these words amen amen yeah it says we do not want you to be uninformed yeah so i feel like paul was trying to make it so clear that listen this is important for you to know because he knows that Death is something that can break people. It can make you grieve in ways which is unimaginable. No two people grieve the um, same way, you know? So Paul was really trying to, like, tell us, like, listen, I need to inform you because this is really, really important. Mm. You know, He he was trying to say, listen, as Jesus was able to die and raise again, it means that when we pass away, when those who we love pass away as well, have the assurance, yeah, that they are going to heaven with him.
2: Yeah,
0: They are go into heaven with him and then at the end it says again like encourage one another with these words encourage one another with these words again it brings back to our first verse about us comforting each other you know it's important for us to share this word because god knows how people feel like he knows and he expects us to feel these kind of emotions but this whole verse is to give us hope and to encourage us that listen you know what even though um this has happened And unfortunately we aren't able to be with these people who we love again have the assurance that you know what they are one in a better place and number two they are going to heaven you know it says here that those who are believers who are asleep will be going to heaven with Jesus will be raising up with Jesus when the time comes amen and I feel like
1: this um, whole scripture where you're talking about comfort it just links back to Matthew 5 verse 4. It says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Amen. So it's basically telling us that yes you're mourning right now yes you're going through a terrible time a really mm. tough time and you're unable to get yourself out of that situation because mm. we all know that when we're in our emotions mm-hmm. it can really pull us down especially when we are women like right. we will spend the whole day the whole week the whole crying eating ice cream on the bed listen <laughs> we, we we women we go through it We go but in. Our, when it comes to our emotions and when it comes to it, it could be mourning about anything God is promising you that when you're going through this, I'm going to comfort you. And we need to understand that the only way we can be comforted is when we're seeking the Lord. When we are going to him saying, Lord, I'm going through this time of mourning. You know, your word says it's t- this in this time and season, I'll c- there's going to be mourning. But I, in this time, Lord, I need you to comfort me. In this time, Lord, I need you to uplift me. I need you to build me back up because I don't want to be in this position
0: forever. Yeah, amen. And to show you are so right, because in John 16 22, it says, Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy, will- no one can take that from you. Amen. Amen. So, no one, no one is going to take this from you. Like, listen, things happen in life here, and we have t- to go through emotions. I feel like it's healthy to grieve, it's healthy to mourn, you know, it's healthy to really cry and really have that time to just, you know, go through emotions. And I feel like when people say, oh yeah, you know, don't cry or don't this, don't um, do that. It's healthy for us to cry. It's healthy for us to, to mourn. It's healthy for us to have that moment, you know? But just have the assurance again that God said, listen, I will see you again. Absolutely. And your heart will rejoice and then right. no one can take that joy from you. You know, so hold on to that. Hold on to the fact that like, even though right now I'm feeling pain, even though right now I'm having a, a really, really hard time, I have the assurance from God himself that I will have joy again in my heart. Again, there's a time for everything. There's a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to cry, a time to be happy. So just understand that in life, it's just what happens in life. Yeah, right,
1: because we cannot um, control the things that we are going through. We We can never control what's going to happen next. Exactly. But we need to understand, because there's a time for everything, we need to learn to be expectant. And because we're not expectant, that's...
0: When it happens, it crashes us. We feel even when we are, are, are expecting, even when we are told that, you know what, tomorrow is the day that this person going to pass, or tomorrow this is going to happen, we are still going to have those emotions, regardless of if we know or not. You know? But just know that there's a time for everything, but don't be discouraged by that. Just
1: endure the the hardest times endure them and because learn you're enduring them. them yeah that's what i was gonna say you, you can learn from that. them and then uh, next time when you're going through even a more difficult situation mm. you know that God already told you that you're gonna be comforted mm-hmm. you already know that God said that He can bring back your joy and mm-hmm. that you're gonna be happy again mm-hmm. so you know the Bible tells us that weeping and joy for a moment but joy comes in the morning mm. you know and it's never easy losing a loved one it's never easy staying strong it's never easy praying for strength but in that moment
0: god is saying i'm there with you it's possible amen and our final verse of the day is romans 8 18 and it says i consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us so everything that we are currently going through okay cool it's all right why because god will reveal the glory is nothing in comparison to what's Coming next, Amen. Everything that we currently experience right now, which yep. is hardship, yep. you know, mourning, grief, right. everything that we're going through right now, it's nothing in comparison to what's coming next. Yeah. So have the assurance, guys. Yeah. That what's coming next, what God has in store for you, Amazing. I'm telling you, is far more than what you could ever, ever ha- have ever expected. Glorious. So just have the assurance. Have keep it in your mind that you know what. Right now, I'm going through this thing, but you know what? My God is a good God. Amen. And He will come through for me. My God is a compassionate God. He's He's, he's compassionate. Yes. yes and he has everything in line for me and because right. he loves me he will not put me to shame and he will not embarrass me right. Understand? right so just have that in your mind
1: <laughs> and you know the bible tells us that what god is doing right now you do not understand but there's a time coming where you will understand because you might be going through it right now and you might be feeling the worst the pain the suffering but as years go by you will see why you had to go through what you had to what you had to go through mm-hmm. right amen amazing
0: so just to introduce our next guest today, her name is Chiyomaka and she's all the way from Nigeria. Hey. So guys, so thank you so much Chiyomaka for coming onto the His Word podcast, it's a blessing to have you here today. We pray oh God that this um, testimony will open up many doors for many people around the world to share their testimony and to not be ashamed of what God has done for them. Amen. Amen. So yeah, please share your testimony with us
2: okay um so hi hello everyone Um, my name is chiamaka um i am a lawyer here in nigeria abuja nigeria so i work as a lawyer in a law firm here in nigeria and aside from that i kind of have a blog and a youtube channel as well that i do so last year was a very hard year for me and i feel like i have like i just feel like god has really been God has really been there for me and he has really helped me overcome a lot of things so my dad passed away like 2014 so that was six years ago wow. so it literally was just my mom and us as me and my i have five siblings mm-hmm. me and my my, my siblings just to, yeah just the um just us um living in abuja trying to you know walk through things because my my dad's death was very it was like a really shocking for us like nobody was expecting it happened like all of a sudden so something that we had we needed time to adjust and finally when we were just trying to you know get used to things like after everything after his death and then my mom just left like that so anyway this a little bit of detail basically was that it was like around May last year um she was really complaining that she was not feeling well like she had this persistent cough um so i was like oh go to the hospital go and check it out i don't know nigeria and the health system is not very like very good so she went to hospital they said she had malaria and they gave her like malaria medicine she took that home she took it then like it continued so we're like okay well this this would definitely be malaria since you're taking malaria and it's still persistent and then so she yeah she was i think i can't remember what they said but no, i know they said something but probably she has like um um whooping cough or no no, sorry no whooping cough i can't remember what it said but i know it had to do with the, the fact that she was coughing consistently so um yeah so i think probably it got worse like i think anyway at the end of the day she, she eventually had um uh, meningitis she had meningitis and the doctors did not notice it at, a, at an early stage so it kept on going for long like she, she had several headaches she was complaining that she had headaches that she like sometimes she would feel dizzy sometimes she'll feel weak and all that and then i think until a particular morning where she had like a seizure that like a seizure like shaking her eyes were really out and everything so we took her to the hospital and she became well like we went to the hospital we, she slept there you know i was there with her and she became well she became okay but then like it was kind of an off and on thing like you know the particular day she be fine the next day she won't really feel too strong she'll be feeling weak and then it just gradually started getting worse and worse like worse and worse and that period as well i was supposed to be reading for my final law school, final exams, because I was, that was, that was around me. I was, I was supposed to take my exams, like early July. So I was supposed to resume school, like end of, go back to law school, like end of June and then take the exams in July. So that period I was supposed to be doing for my exams, but I couldn't because like I was in the hospital, I was going from, because well, then I was the only person at home. My other siblings they're in secondary school, so they were in session during that time during school. So it was just a mixture of like, I'll go, I'll go to the hospital, try and read, you know, but most times I couldn't like come back. I was just like, I I was just, I was just like, what is going on in my life? I didn't understand what was going on. So I was so confused. I was so tired because like, she or she could drink or she could eat them. Then was like tap. Like she only eat like liquid food. She couldn't eat like solid things. So I had to, as so I had to always go back home to make tap for her and make like, you know, tea or something that she that she should eat because she had to eat. They would say she had to eat to take her medicine and um, so yeah so I'll, I'll go home another time i couldn't drive as so i was taking ubers here and there i'll take uber back um, taxi to, the, to my house make the food go back to the hospital sleep overnight um during the day like while she's doing the day i'll go i'll go home uh, i'll go to court because i had like a court i had a placement as well like i had the court placement i was supposed to go to the courts while reading for exams and also taking care of her so it was just very difficult and in that period i was also praying as well but i was not really well looking back in just way i wasn't really praying that hard like at that at that period to be honest i was not very like strong spiritually so sometimes i kind of blame myself to say maybe probably if i prayed better if i prayed more maybe things would have been different but I don't know, but yeah. So um anyway, yeah. Fast forward to everything. She ended up like passing on the hospital. Like she, she it became really worse that she was. She was moved to ICU. She moved to the ICU. Um, my uncle as well. My uncle traveled, but he came back in midway. So he kind of helped or uh, work and every doctors like the question that doctors had going for doctor's appointments to say okay this is the this is this has this is like the track record of like everything that has happened like give like a medical that period my uncle was like okay, hey, from now on you're in charge as soon as he said that i just felt like okay i know that things uh things are <laughs> like, this never going to be the same you know how he was before she going to the hospital so another period i now say praying more and when i was praying i didn't feel like i don't know i just didn't i didn't i didn't feel anywhere i didn't i was not getting anything back in return when i prayed, i just felt like i was just praying and nothing was happening like i just felt like nothing was happening i'll pray god please heal my mom you know let her get better i want to see good results you know but then like things it, 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 it was just getting worse and worse because so i couldn't even speak so i just want you like what exactly is going? On? Like God, where are you at this point? Where are you when I need you the most? So yeah, so i was mostly talking with my older sister. We used to pray like every night. We pray. My older sister, she's um, she's she's in medical school in the US. So I, I, of used to pray a lot. And that's the same way she felt like that all older. Like nothing really much was like was happening when whenever, whenever we prayed. So she ended up passing on um and yeah and then the whole the whole period of that time the burial period i was so angry i was angry at god i was just like God, I, I just felt like he was the one that made it, like he's the one that made it made everything happen. Like I hate I not not like I hated God, but then I just blamed him. I was just yeah. like, okay, you saw this thing and you let it happen. Like why? Like exactly why on earth? You know that she was like her only parents, like she was the only person we depended on for everything. Like my mom literally handled every single thing. Sometimes I used to feel good to that should I should should have even helped her more because she was in charge of literally everything about us. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, I I just, I couldn't pray. Like, I, I found it very difficult to pray. I found it very difficult to... When, when people say oh don't cause god because my friends my 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 mom's friends like my family friends and church members they use this they to come to visit us often so they'll advise us that you know don't question god that these things happen these are that we should just pray that god will be with us and he will keep us that don't worry he will never forget us all these things are just all just like mm, this is just <laughs> just coming one yeah coming up from the idea because just like you know what's like why is it like and like god is the one he's the one that had the power to say yes my mom should 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 not die like we had the power to save her to heal her so why why couldn't why didn't he do it why why am i at this stage where people are telling me that god would be with me and everything i just thought I was, I, I just felt so. I was so shocked. Sure. I was like, this is not my life. It is not me. Like when my uncle told me that, I was just like, this is not. I was, I was screaming, it's not me. It's not me. It's not. Me. I was like, God, where are you? It's not me. It's not me. That this is happening to. This is why I started my YouTube channel as well, kind of, because I want, I wanted something just <laughs> to, to distract myself. to school, so I was literally the only person at home in the house. Me, I'm, I'm, one of my friends that comes and stay and comes and goes once in a while. So that time, I was really, really, I was very, de- I was depressed. I i was like i didn't really speak to people i was quite as i won't lie i was quite bitter as well like when, when someone try to say oh how are you I'm like why are you asking me how am i is it because of this because i was like mm-hmm. i just felt yeah i just felt like you know i'm in this world alone no one should speak to me no one should tell me no one should ask me how i am no one should check up on me i just want to be left alone and well, and then I started doing my YouTube channel. I started then to just make, because I was looking for, because I was not happy. So I was looking for a sense of like happiness, or so something that I would say, like, oh, I did this, and to make me feel happy.
0: So I kind of feel like because a lot of my um friends, their their parents or their um aunts and aunties and uncles, they've all passed away in COVID, and and each time like I haven't experienced anyone around me pass away in it. So for me, I'm not sure how I would feel. But in terms of my friends, yeah. It's easy for us to come away and say, you know what, I can't have anyone talk to me. I can't have anyone check up on me. But the the enemy, he wants us to be on our own. He wants us to be anxious. He wants us to be depressed. He wants us to be in a dark place. But having your friends around you, having people who care about you around you is what you need to help you out of this whole situation. And I kind of feel like as well, like when it comes to friends, friends can also be family as well you know I have some friends that I see as like a sister and it's amazing having that comfort there as well so always try and confide as well in your friends always try and be open I was always on my own as well you know he, he wants me by myself he wants you on your own because he knows that when you're on your own it's when you have these horrible thoughts and you think oh what is this and what is that you know God is a God of love you know of joy and happiness that isn't where he wants you to be and I feel like by you sharing this um, t- testimony, it will allow a lot of people who have had people pass away around them to see that, you know what, I'm not alone. I'm human and it's okay to have these emotions. But you can't allow the enemy to come into your mind and tell you that it's your fault because it's not your fault. You have done enough. You are a fantastic um, woman. I've seen you on YouTube. I've seen you on, on, on Instagram. You know, you are on fire. You know, know who you are and own it. And uh, uh, walk in his grace yeah
2: yeah
0: so i wanted to ask you
2: yeah.
0: how have you coped since your mum passed away
2: um sincerely like beginning of this year i i think i started praying more like i, I, was, I was just like you know what let me because i thought because after everything i just felt i felt really empty i felt lonely i felt like i just needed something to um I just wanted to feel the way I used to. I don't know. I wanted to feel the way I used to feel before everything happened. So I think mm-hmm. I just started reading my Bible. Like I started reading my Bible more. Um, not really for purpose of of getting closer to God. I so, said, "Oh, let me just start reading my Bible." But then as I started reading it, I think yeah, I started getting closer to God. I started praying more, and yeah, He really dealt with me like a lot of things. Like I healed. Mm -hmm. um somewhat in some aspects like when it comes to like the bitterness when it comes when it came to um me like hating him or not really hating him but me like blaming him for things um yeah i just became closer to god i said i i didn't i didn't need to speak in tongues before but i started speaking yeah so yeah I like i prayed like morning night every single day like i never missed it and i always used to feel so happy like oh my god i've come back home it's time to pray and i to feel so happy about that so yeah I i got really close to god and he really he really showed me like his power like i I started getting favors at work i don't know i just became oh. i feel like i started becoming happier like i just felt more i didn't i just knew that he i knew that he loved me yeah. i knew that he loved me um no matter what and he had good plans for me he actually taught me like there's something There the time i was praying and he was like the, the way that kept coming to me was love love god's, mm-hmm. love, god's love and and before, like before now, before this year, I didn't really like sit down to think of the extent of like the love that God has for us. Like yeah. I used to say, oh, I love God. If you ask me, like, oh yeah, I love God. But then, but then, but then it's like, okay, do you actually love God, or do you know that He actually loves you? Like, do you know what love means exactly? And that period i had to go i read them um, I, I went on youtube i watched sermons about the love of god i watched um yeah i was talking about the love of god i googled it as well and i just really got to connect and I, I got to really deeply know and say to my heart that god i love you i know that yeah. you love me too yeah. yeah so that that period yeah, was really really was like um don't know i just felt like renewed like my mind was renewed Mm, and then that period i also started to like open up to people um um, a bit more as well at that time like i also like to Because so, sometimes I just feel like, well, I'm the one that's going through things. So that means everybody should check up on me. Everybody should ask mm-hmm. me how I am. But I think after that period, I also stay, you know, checking on some of my friends or oh, how are you and everything. I just felt, I don't know, I just felt happier. Like I just felt like, you know, some burdens have been lifted off of yeah. me. And ever since then, like the, the relationship I have with God now is stronger than I've ever had ever in my life. Okay. Ever, ever in my life. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, and then he has given. And strength as well, something I can testify to that. He has given me strength and has given me peace and has given me peace of mind and has given me joy. Like the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like sometimes when I want to be sad, when I want to be, when I want to compare myself maybe to my friends and I want to feel like, oh my God, if my parents were here, like I wouldn't have to do this. I won't have to struggle with this or that. I just, I don't know. Whenever I pray about it, I just have joy. Like I'm just like joyful inside me. And it's not because of like my circumstances because of the you know like the the trust and the trust and relationship that i have because i know that he loves me and he would work things out together for my good and you grant me all my heart desires in the future so yeah so joy peace of mind strength strength because it has given me strength in a lot of ways there's so many things that i, I thought i couldn't do before but now like I'm doing it. I'm, I'm just like, wow, wow. I, no, no money, I could do this, but God just giving me the strength and the grace to do it. That's amazing. And yeah. what
0: advice would you give to someone who has lost their parent? I would say
2: that it gets it, it gets better with Christ. It gets better with God. That you should mm. depend on God. Don't depend on yourself. Um, it's a very difficult thing, and it's um something that takes time it takes time for you to heal and you know like move on and continue your life like without them but just just i feel like they should just make sure you have a really good relationship with god understand that god does not hate you that that's not the reason why he allowed this things to happen that sometimes, like even though it's like sometimes it's, if someone tells me, Oh, yeah, God has a plan, it sounds so so cliche but actually and truly, he actually does, he mm-hmm. actually does have a plan for you, good good plans for you. And yeah, just make sure that you have a relationship with him. Like he's now your if you lost your mom, he's now your mother, if you lost your father, he's now your father, you can cry to him for anything, he would answer you, and yeah, it gets easier with God because. God I think the Bible says that my yoke is my my yoke is light. So I can't the Bible verse, but yeah. Thank
0: you so much, Chiamaka, for coming on to the His Word. Podcast. Honestly, I remember you told me at the beginning of the testimony that this is your first time ever sharing it. Wow. So honestly, thank you so much for trusting us, yeah. trusting you know this um platform to really like give um a platform to your testimony and what yeah. God is doing in your life. I know that you know although things have happened, God is honestly working in your life. Yeah, and and honestly, like just have the assurance that you know what, b- better days are coming. Amen, amen. Thank
1: you so much, Chiamaka. You know it. it Every time a testimony is given, we actually take something from it. We, we learn from it as well. So mm-hmm. we are so grateful and thankful and Inspired. that God gave you a voice mm-hmm. to come and speak on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I believe that many, many can relate to your situation. Yeah, many, many can touch base on what you've gone through. And it's amazing that you're able to come out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. and speak your truth. And I just pray that you're able to continue speaking, that you'll not hold yourself back anymore because God is working, God is moving and God is delivering. And it's such a blessing. It's such an amazing experience that, you know, you came forward. You have shown us what you have been through. It's like we lived it with you when you Um, was given it. It's like we lived it with you, but we're so blessed to have you on this on this testimony today.
0: Amen. amen so guys this is the end of the episode we pray that you know you really be impacted by it and you guys if you do have a testimony do not hesitate to contact his word you know, you're always available to record your testimony and guys please remember his word is god's word hey his word is god's word hello his word is god's
2: word